The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink! The TNT Shop has it all at tntradio.live. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Happy Friday. Uh, happy Saturday for folks out down under in Australia. And in that part of the world, uh, we have uh, Dr. Rima Alibo returning to the program. First hour, I had her on uh, way back in the spring, uh, right before I got to meet her at the uh, American Freedom Alliance conference, was it, in L.A.? Uh, this time we'll be talking to her in living color and Jose Nino uh, will be joining us second hour to talk uh, affairs foreign and domestic what is happening in the world a lot of news as usual the telegraph reports uh we've got some eugenics news here British men to be first in the world to try new male contraceptive pill uh so uh they're going to be testing a new type of male contraceptive pill male contraception has been sought for several years and historically been focused on suppressing testosterone levels now there's a drug called yct 529 sounds like something right out of a brave new world works by stopping the production of vitamin a to create temporary and reversible infertility it's been uh, the trial, the phase one trial of 16 men has been launched by U.S. firm Your Choice Therapeutics, and the trial will take place at a clinic in Nottingham. The participants will be the first in the world to get a hormone-free male birth control pill, so you can enjoy the brave new world where there is no marriage. There's no partnership. It's it's everyone belongs to everyone. Just be promiscuous. Don't make babies because we need to decrease the population and any babies that will be made, uh, those will be produced in uh, Bill Gates approved laboratories. This is where we are headed. Absolutely crazy. Vice did some more, um, put out an article on something I mentioned the other day, how Mexican cartels are now using a police database to track and target their enemies. Uh, so basically, Mexican criminal organizations are tapping intelligence and security software used by the government to locate and disappear rivals. Uh, and I'm supposing anyone they want to target, including if they want to target uh, me. The software is called Titan. It's used by several Mexican state governments. Uh, apparently, it's it's uh, made here locally, but the back end of Titan uh, was, uh, it says somewhere here, where is it produced with uh, the assistance of uh, Israel? Uh, people from Israel worked on the back end. Uh, and so, and the interesting thing is, it says, how does this work? Uh, basically, Titan uses a large Mexican database to obtain personal information on individuals and uses GPS technology to track a specific cell phone using the phone number or the phone's ID. Um, the database is composed of larger databases like uh, the INE, the Mexican voter ID. I don't, actually don't have one of those, so they, they don't have my <laughs> data there. But uh, or using tel the cell companies, Telcel, uh, I guess they can tap into the cell phone 
databases, uh, Telmex, that's ISPs, credit bureaus, bank statements, phone apps, logs. Uh, they can't get my phone apps logs because I've got a de-Googled phone. Uh, emails, they shouldn't have access to be able to get my um, emails there uh, either because I'm not using Gmail, uh, among other stuff. So this is the sort of stuff that's going on. I'm sure not just in Mexico, but other parts of the world. But it is kind of freaky now knowing that uh, narcos might be able to just, uh, with the click of a button, geolocate uh, me or anyone in uh, Mexico. Uh, what else is going on? I love this quote from my past guest, Aaron Day. He says, folks, writing, calling, or emailing your congressman was never going to work unless it was accompanied by a suitcase full of cash or a picture of a dead girl or a live boy. That's how America works. Boycotts uh, are better than voting. I couldn't disagree with him there. And I just had to laugh at this headline from the ultra-leftist, uh, the far-left extremist radical um commie globalist liberal mother jones publication which says uh, this is from like uh, two days ago we're in an epidemic of right-wing terror won't someone tell the press i rewrote that headline in my in my head as we're in an epidemic of false flag state terror won't someone tell the people so where is all this right-wing terror all i see are fbi undercover agents um carrying out false flag operations uh and the dhs this you know, all i see is state terrorism or left radical left-wing uh terrorism I'm, I'm not really seeing any right-wing terror that they speak of um is is the right-wing terror in the room with you you know that meme uh is, is it in the room with us right now and you, you may have already caught this story which is again hilarious sad and hilarious at the same time, former top FBI official who led um, the agency's New York counterintelligence division and played a key role in the Trump-Russia collusion probe has been sentenced to four years in prison for, drumroll please, for colluding with Russia. So th th there's your perfect example of, of you know, sort of FBI state uh, terror and carrying out illegal such activity. Uh, absolute insanity. All right. If you enjoy listening to TNT Radio and think we're doing a good job, do let us know. You can leave uh, a like, positive review, uh, or, or comment on the socials, Facebook, Gab, Getter. You can leave a review on the website, tntradio.live. At the top, there's a review section. Uh, or on the podcast platform, Spotify and, and Apple. That's, uh, that's a big help for us, and it helps us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Keeping the commitment 24-7. I come to you for facts. I really appreciate what you and your team do. Today's News Talk Radio TNT. The Israeli military says that they accidentally killed three hostages in the Shujaya neighborhood of northern Gaza today, Friday, after gunning them down, having mistaken them for a threat. Here with the story, joining me now is Teenage Radio News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Avori. This is probably not going to help the image problem that Israel has been dealing with lately. Uh, and it is certainly a rare and surprise admission on their part, but they say, uh, yeah, Right here from the report, the Israeli army is owned up to killing its own citizens, specifically three who had been held captive by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. 
The incident happened Friday in the densely populated northern Gaza town of Shei. I should have paid more attention to how you said that, but Shejai, and resulted in three Israeli hostages being mistakenly killed, all of them young men who had been kidnapped on October 7th. The men were trying to escape when they were killed by fire from Israel Defense Forces, the IDF. According to an official military statement, Israeli troops, quote, mistakenly identified three Israeli hostages as a threat. As a result, the troops fired toward them and they were killed. During searches and checks in the area in which the incident occurred, a suspicion arose over the identities of the deceased, end quote. Thinking they might have been captives, the statement continues, quote, their bodies were transferred to Israeli territory for examination, after which it was confirmed that they were three Israeli hostages, end quote. The IDF then expressed, quote, deep sorrow for the incident, end quote, and said it's under investigation. The three men were identified as Yotam Haim, Samer Talalka, Samer, uh, sorry, uh, the report just repeats the same name twice. I had another report and they don't name them at all. Apologies, folks. Uh, but all three were taken from Kibbutz, Kibbutz communities in southern Israel during the Hamas terror raids there over two months ago. A group representing the families of kidnapped relatives called the Hostages and Missing Families Forum expressed, quote unquote, profound grief, while Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu expressed that it is, quote, an unbearable tragedy, end quote, but also emphasized continued support for Israeli soldiers, quote, who are devoted to the sacred mission of returning our hostages even at the cost of their lives. Uh, Netanyahu added, quote, even on this difficult evening, we will dress our wounds, learn the necessary lessons and continue with our supreme efforts to return all our hostages home safely, end quote. Uh, I believe I have the name. Uh, I think the other one is Alan, no? uh, Alan Lulu. Thank you so Andres, much. I, yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, so Friday, it was full of tragedy and bad news for Israel, given also the bodies of three separate deceased were found. All had been kidnapped on October 7th, and two were soldiers who had been working at a border checkpoint. Um, quoting from a separate report here, the Israeli Defense Forces announced on Friday that troops operating in Gaza had recovered the bodies of two soldiers and one civilian hostage who were taken captive by Hamas terrorists on October 7th. The military also announced the deaths of three more soldiers as heavy fighting continued in the Strip. Um, the returned soldiers, so these other discovered deceased were, uh, they're named Corporal Nick Bazer, 19, Sergeant Ron Sherman, 19, and the civilian, uh, the other hostage they discovered alongside the soldiers is one Ilya Taladano, a 28-year-old French-Israeli citizen. Um, Zero Hedge points out or says all of this is likely to increase the outrage and political pressure already being directed at Netanyahu. Kidnapped victims, families and their supporters have alleged that the Netanyahu government's hawkish approach to the crisis has unnecessarily endangered the lives of the more than 100 hostages that remain following the week long truce. The families were hoping for an extension of the deal or the establishment of another deal to get their loved ones back. Netanyahu, Netanyahu uh, has still vowed to pursue the goal of the complete eradication of Hamas undeterred. So 
Uh, probably not good news for the families of the uh, hostage victims, Rory, who, um, yeah, they probably don't like to hear this kind of stuff. But what do you think? It, it can, you know, I had Ron Unz on the program uh, earlier in the week who were discussing the, the wider Israel-Hamas, Israel-Palestine situation. And he commented on what's known as the, I think, Hannibal uh, Directive which I, I looked it up, I guess it specifically applies to IDF soldiers. At least that's what it said, not civilians. But I guess I'm, uh, I would guess it's being applied to everyone. Uh, in any case, I guess all most Israelis are soldiers or, you know, current or former IDF um, troops. And so th this makes me think of the Hannibal Directive, although they said officially uh, I think it was in 2016 uh, or some years ago that they stopped with that, but uh, I don't know. Uh, and, and one thing that just comes to mind here for me is I, I would agree with Ron Unz on that point, that this myth of Israeli or IDF invincibility, they, they did a good job selling it, but um, I, I don't think there's any military that's, you know, you know, um, all powerful. Uh, they all make mistakes governments of the world they have weaknesses there's corruption there's incompetence and so i think that's something we have to think about i remember many years ago when i was a kid i'd be watching with my uncle in in uh in the former yugoslavia right you know right as i i'd visit yugoslavia as well as croatia as, as yugoslavia collapsed and we'd watch out there in nor northern croatia um all those films with van damme and sylvester stallone and and schwarzenegger and you know he was a black belt, and and um, I, I'm pretty sure he killed I don't know how many Serbs, but he would tell me you know he enjoyed those action films, but he would tell me that war is absolutely absolutely nothing uh, like a Steven Seagal film or you know any, any of these movies. You know he 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 fought, and and you know he he would uh, admit that. And so you know that for me that's what comes to mind is that the Israeli military screws up. Um, or, you know, maybe they meant to do this with the hostages and, and for, for different reasons. But, uh, again, I think the point here is th this myth of, uh, IDF invincibility. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, it's like any army technically, that's just how the, you gotta, you know, feign superiority, fake it till you make it, I guess, Herbori. um, that's to be expected, especially in wartime. Um, there was uh, some other related news to this because this was not the only tragedy today. I believe there were two. No, sorry. Well, almost two. But one, uh, there was another journalist killed and another one wounded on Friday, an Al Jazeera journalist, uh, the Gaza bureau chief Wal al-Duda, uh, and then videographer Samir uh, Abu Dhaka. Um, they were hit while covering the aftermath of an earlier strike on a U.N. school sheltering displaced people in Khan Yunus in the southern Gaza Strip. So... Tragedy in the north, tragedy in the south, Herbori. Um, I cannot wait for this to wrap up. I hope it ends peacefully, but I'm very skeptical at this moment, unfortunately. Yeah, I think this is going to drag on, especially I think I was commenting on this yesterday. The uh, Israeli um, politicians, representatives, ministers saying no way, two-state solution and uh, there were also multiple rockets uh, intercepted, I think, in central uh, Jerusalem, even over, I think, the Temple Mount uh, Al-Aqsa Mosque. And I'm kind of worried about a missile falling on the Al-Aqsa Mosque, blowing it up or damaging it. 
And if that happens again, we're off to the races. You know, that's one way to get the party started. And that would not be would not be a good thing. Uh, all right, Ruckus, we'll catch up with you uh, in a bit. We should have Dr. Rima Laibo of uh, her website, Prevent Genocide 2030 org she's she's really uh pushing to stop this world homicide organization uh takeover so feel free to call in if you want to talk to uh dr libo we'll be right back tnt radio's chris smith despite being used to protect travelers from terrorists hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board and this has been going on since 1961 they won't be around this thanksgiving none of them air marshals were always meant to be invisible well you can guarantee that this thanksgiving ironically the biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless. Air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border. They might be called air marshals, but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground. Maybe they're ground marshals now, marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the United States Customs and Border Protection. Where are they? Chris Smith on TNT Radio. God's truth is enduringly true throughout all the generations. It transcends culture. The church is always going to be an embattled people. If it's swimming with the tide, it's not being the church of Jesus Christ. Look to the past, learn from the past, because the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. China has more than 200 confirmed cases of coronavirus, it's called. The entire state of California ordered to stay at home. That's 40 California has some of the strictest policies leveled against churches. Gavin Newsom's executive order threatens jail time and a $1,000 a day fine. Government that stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. When I went into the White House, when I sat in on the task force meetings, was a shocking level of gross incompetence. The mortality rate from the virus was 0.2% you know, 99.8% survival, rather than the three or 4% mortality that the, the people are saying at the time. The culture and the understanding of the people of Grace Church has always been, not only do you obey government, but you honor government. Thousands of people in the streets, but you can't have church. The hypocrisy of letting people riot it helped us all understand one thing. This is not what they say it is. By meeting, we're testifying the government has no jurisdiction here. I was arrested and driven to a maximum security prison. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches. My daddy. <laughs> when the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. We needed to make a biblical statement because we always put ourselves under the authority of the Word of God. LA County threatened Pastor John MacArthur with jail time and arrest. We were going to be sued. They wanted Grace Church shut down. We wanted to go on the offensive and attack the health order as unconstitutional. This wasn't about health and safety. This was all about control and opposition to religious freedom. As the government gets more corrupt and more corrupt, snitches get rewards. Its totalitarian control has to increase. And you have to have a mask on. And as they shut down any attacks against them. This is not about freedom or personal choice. The last thing standing 
is going to be the church. A hoax about carbon dioxide in the climate has caused a global energy and economic disaster. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. It's been too long since we had her on, but she's returning to the program, Dr. Rima Alibo. I don't think she needs an introduction. The website, preventgenocide2030.org. It's it's good to have you back, Doc. Thank you. I am delighted to be here. Uh, yeah, you know, a, a lot of people know you from uh, a lot of the work you've done in the past, especially the, the, that that uh, clip that went absolutely viral with Jesse Ventura and Alex Jones back in 2009. Um, so you're doing great work. We got to hang out earlier uh, this year in L.A. at the uh, American Freedom Alliance. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, maybe uh, I'll see you uh, there again next year. But uh, a lot is going on. And you, you told me about this new initiative uh, by the House and Senate to get the U.S., out of the United Abominations World Homicide uh, Organization, uh, the the Defund Act. If you want to tell us, you know, uh, what's going on uh, here? Well, bills have been introduced into the U.S. Congress for decades saying, let's get out of the U.N., let's get out of the World Health Organization, let's do that. And for a very long time, people said, oh, dear, how will we do without a peace organization? Oh, dear, how will we do without a health organization? Because the robes that these death systems have enshrouded themselves in are beautiful and beautifully constructed, and they use wonderful propaganda to tell you how important they are and how good they are and how wise they are, when in fact they are evil they are inefficient, they are corrupt to a level rarely seen by human beings, um, and they are dedicated to our destruction. We, ordinary people, you and I, your listeners, we want to thrive and survive. We want our children, if we have any, to be healthy. If we don't have them, we want somebody else's children to be healthy. We want to have enough food. We want to have clean water. We want to have good health. We want to be able to be free to move around and think and do things and communicate with one another. We want to thrive as human beings. They are committed explicitly and not just existentially, but practically to our destruction. They want us dead or in servile uh, minimization, part of the internet of bodies forever so that we can never speak out, we can never say no, we can never rebel, we can be the perfect slaves, the, the existential serf forever. That's what they want. And they've been saying it and people have said, well, <laughs> It's not actually what they mean. Yeah, it's what they mean. So now there is a worldwide rage against the machine, the death machine, the WHO. That's I call it the World Holocaust Organization. The United Abominations is a perfectly good name for it. Um, the World Bank, the uh, uh, international organizations that are implementing the 
death system that will bring us to a point of such desperation where we have no food, we have no supplies, we have no communication, we have no electricity, we have no water, where we have nothing. And we say, save us, save us. And they say, come, come to our urban concentration camps. Here is your dog kennel. You get to live in this and go nowhere else because we own everything, including you, to which more and more people are saying, wait, what? No, screw you. And at this point, we have a once in our lifetime, never again opportunity. Now, why do I say never again? Because they are mounting their assault on health and truth and freedom and resources and everything else that they can think of very rapidly. And every national state in the world is helping them do that because everybody, every country in the world signed on to Agenda 21 in 1992 and re-upped in 2016 when it was renamed Agenda 2030. So, what has happened is that ordinarily the Congress of the United States does not do what is in favor of the people, their survival and their well-being. Unfortunately, ordinarily, in my estimate, the spineless, gutless, worthless, uh, corrupt, bought sock puppets that sit in the halls of the United States Congress do what their masters tell them, forgetting that they work for us. But there's an exception. And we have a one-time opportunity to force the United States Congress to do the bidding of the people and get us out of not only the World Health Organization and the United Nations, but every associated organization, every one that is called misnamed, by the way, the Defund Act. Defund <laughs> stands for. Go ahead. If you want to just hold that thought on, uh, on this once in a lifetime moment, we got to jump to our headlines. We'll be right back. Hear about it. We're depending on our congressmen. Talk about it. The people have to stand up and say enough. Now, TNT Radio News. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. Hunter Biden has reportedly expressed concerns about possibly having to leave the United States if former President Donald Trump is reelected. The Kremlin has expressed concerns that the upcoming defense agreement between the United States and Finland, a recent NATO member, will escalate tensions between Russia and Finland. Coronary heart disease is identified as the leading cause of disease, burden, and death in Australia. Don't miss a thing. Be sure to download the TNT radio app from either the Apple App Store or Google Play so you can easily listen live to us anywhere, anytime. Available right now to download. Keeping you up to speed on TNT radio. We are continuing our chat with the renowned Dr. Rima Libo. Uh, do bookmark uh, the websites Prevents Genocide2030.org, as well as, uh, I believe, Open Source Truth.com. Uh, and you were uh, about to get into the misnamed Defund Act. Yes. Uh, it's called uh, Disengage Entirely from the United Nations Debacle. Now, that part's accurate. But it spells defund. So people might think it's just about taking money away from these organizations. It's not. Uh, Mike Lee of Utah and Chip Roy of Texas, two Republican members of Congress, introduced companion legislation. 
the same bill, one in the Senate, one in the House of Representatives. Uh, Senate Bill 3428 matches H.R. 6645. And what those bills say is out. No funding for, no involvement in, and exit these organizations, all of them. And why is this important? Well, for instance, the Comprehensive Sexuality Education Disaster designed to traumatize every child on the planet through extreme and continual sexual trauma. That's what it's for. That comes from WHO, UNESCO, and the United Nations. And I've already presented many times on this and talked about it. It's about as bad as you can get. Teaching parents to be pedophiles, teaching children, teaching parents to masturbate their babies from birth so that the child has no place where they're not being assaulted and overstimulated and damaged through sexual trauma. These are the techniques that were learned through MKUltra and Monarch programs and so on. And we know how to damage people well enough so that we can control them. That's what's being done to children. That's not just from the World Health Organization. All of these organizations work together in every aspect of human life. We must leave them all. Uh, by the way, if you read the United Nations Charter, which is a very interesting exercise, what you'll find is that there is no provision for peace. The United Nations is only set up for war and more war and more war. And currently, the United Nations has under arms the second largest military force in the world, the first largest being the United States, but that's being... Um, disarmed in favor of its new master, the United Nations. We can't allow that to happen. So we have the opportunity to force the Congress to do our bidding. And I have seen through my own personal experience that we can do that. All it takes is to ride your freedom mouse to victory. No violence, no nothing illegal. It is still legal to write to your members of Congress by the tens of millions of persons and say, get me out, get me out of these death organizations before they destroy everything that humanity is, everything that humanity can be, has built and values, because that's what this system is about. Now, at Prevent Genocide 2030, you will find the very first thing on the home page says take action here. When you click on it, it gives you a form. You fill in your name, your address, your phone number. Why do we want your phone number? Because Congress requires it when you communicate with them. You fill in that and it will tell you who your congressman and your representative are. You can edit the letter, click submit. Then you have the opportunity to click another button and make phone calls to each one of them. And we give you a little script to help you with what to say, but you can say anything you want. And then you can upload a 30-second video saying, hello, my name is Dr. Labo, and I want you to get me out of these deadly organizations, not a penny more for their death assault on me and mine. 
you know, that's 30 seconds. Then, wait, we're not finished. You can click another button that tweets a tweet to these representatives. They count these things. Your one email doesn't mean diddly squat. But a million emails means a lot. Five million emails means a great deal. 10 million emails and we're out of WHO, the United Nations, UNESCO, the World Bank. We're out of all of it. That's what it takes. Now, there are 330 some million of us. Some of us are children. Some of us are in uh, uh, old age homes and not using uh, uh, computers, but a lot of us are. And if you're not taking action, you're agreeing to be slaughtered and you're agreeing to be dehumanized, transhumanized. You're agreeing to have every child in the country cut down because children who are traumatized sexually and in other ways cannot achieve their full full capacity as human beings. Their psychosexual development is truncated. It's cut. That's what they're trying to do. We are talking about the ultimate battle for humanity. And that battle is fought with a mouse, a freedom mouse. Now you could say, oh, well, somebody else will fix this. And what you're saying is, I don't care enough about myself and about humanity and about the future to even act for 30 seconds. I don't believe you really mean that. So I'm asking every single listener on your show to take this action and then to share it. We also make that easy. There are links there so you can share your your tweets and your Facebook uh, feed and your email and so on with everybody. You can reach everybody and tell them that this is so important that you're urging them to act and then motivate their circles. This is the last time we get to make this choice, but there's one other piece of it, and then I'll stop. We have to do this so well, so effectively, so efficiently that we have a two-thirds majority because the SPIC, that's the sock puppet in charge, the one who occupies the Oval Office, and it doesn't matter if it's from a donkey or an ass, same difference, the sock puppet in charge will veto this act. Of course, the sock puppet in charge will do that because the sock puppet in charge doesn't get to be in charge unless they agree to these these conditions and terms. Therefore, this our effort has to be so strong that two thirds of the Congress of the United States is capable of overriding that veto. And that can happen. We can do this if we care. If you don't care about losing everything, if you don't care about living in a C40 city, having as the mayor of London and the mayor of Phoenix, Arizona, both said about six weeks ago, no meat, no dairy, no cigarettes, no car, three new garments a year, if they give them to you, and Maybe once every three years, you get to take a short trip, but then again, maybe not. If you don't care about that kind of restriction and being irrelevant, as Yuval Harari says you will be, and so on, if you don't care about all of that, then please 
just go back under the rock that you live under thinking everything's going to be the same as it's always been. But I don't believe that your audience is in that category. I simply don't. I think your audience knows what's going on because they're your audience. And I believe that Prevent Genocide 2030 and similar actions have the power to literally save humanity. Why humanity? Why do I say not just the United States? I work with people on a daily basis around the world. You probably do too. I have a meeting daily where activists from around the world come together to figure out how to get our countries out of the death machine. And it's quite clear that if the United States leaves these machine parts, all these organizations and obligations, including the international health regulations, then what will happen is that other countries will say, oh, oh, yeah, and they'll do the same. Now, once one important country leaves, they will let the, the oligarchs, the control oligarchs, will allow the system to collapse. They'll reformat and they'll come back around again. But this is our opportunity. And the next step, of course, will be to extract the tendons of control that they have put into every part of our system. That's the cleanup job. But we can't do the cleanup job until we have something that's left intact to clean up. So prevent genocide 2030, take the actions, share it with everybody as if your life depended on it, because it does. And, you know, we, we, we've already seen them uh, attempt to make some preemptive uh, moves. Just the other day, it was reported that Congress has approved legislation that would prevent any president from withdrawing from withdrawing the U.S. from NATO without approval from the Senate or an act of Congress. It's almost as if they're anticipating if Trump comes back in, they're going to make it harder for him to get out of NATO. Uh, and you know maybe they'll try to do something like, like that regarding the the WHO, uh, given the moves in the past that Trump um, um, wanted to take to try and get us out of the WHO. But uh, there have also been reports recently. You know, here in Mexico, a, a group of Mexican scientists and doctors have got together to um, file a former constitutional petition to the Mexican government to get them to look in look into rejecting you know the wh the, the ihr amendments and whatnot and then i've been hearing reports about uh, estonia i think maybe slovakia and philippines um rejecting some of this stuff um your thoughts on on reports of these countries pushing back I've against been, the i've been following this very very closely of course um unfortunately and it's not clear how much this actually matters, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Unfortunately, every single one of these efforts against the IHR amendments. Now, these are not the, the bad amendments coming in May 2024. These are the amendments that were presented in May 2023, which shortened the timeline for looking at um, uh, amendments and agreeing to them or not. It, they're important, but they're not the ones that everybody is uh, thinking about. Uh, however, it does change international law, and that's important. Um, no country in the world followed the procedure for actually rejecting these um, these amendments, the 2023 amendments. Every country 
that did take action, the Philippines, Estonia, uh, Slovakia, uh, a number of uh, members of the European Parliament who said, wait a minute, you were supposed to take a vote. You didn't take a vote. So this is null and void. Uh, there were a lot of different kinds of uh, Mexico. Uh, there were a lot of different kinds of actions, but none of the actions actually followed the parliamentary regulation that requires that is required in order to reject amendments by the IHR. Now, the best thing we can do, and let me let me remind people as a physician, as a scientist, as an observer of stuff going on, we didn't have a pandemic. Modern societies don't have pandemics. The only pandemic we have is a case-demic. We have a propagandemic. We have a bullshit-demic. We have talk of a demic, but we didn't have any demic, no pandemic, because the death rates didn't go up at all until the vaccine rollout. And then they've been going sky high. Now we have a genocide. We are in the midst of an intentional genocide. So this pandemic preparedness nonsense that they talk about, and the, the uh, framework convention, they've replaced the treaty idea. Now they call it a framework convention. A framework convention means, hey, listen, you're going to agree to anything I say in the future because you agree to the framework convention. So I get carte blanche. I get to do anything. And you, you've already pre-agreed, right? That's not exactly okay, but that's what a framework convention is. Pandemic preparedness means destruction of the rule of law. That's what pandemic preparedness means. It's about money. It's about control. It's about destruction. It's about one world government it has nothing, nothing to do with pandemics. It's about control of everything, including your DNA and mine. I'd like to, I'll call it a framework for democide. It's it's time for our break again. Uh, prevent genocide 2030.org. Uh, we'll be right back. Sometimes life can be overwhelming and suicide may seem like the only way to relieve the pain. Beyond Now is an evidence-based app created by Beyond Blue to help you cope when suicidal thoughts start to appear. You can use it to create an easy to follow plan that is personal to you and includes steps like know your warning signs so you can act early, make your environment safe by removing harmful items, activities you can do or people you can be with to distract yourself from suicidal thoughts, reminders of things that make you feel strong. Some of these steps might be tough to fill out and that's okay. It can be helpful to make or share your safety plan with a trusted friend family member or mental health professional. You might feel like you're alone, but help is available. If you're worried you can't stay safe, use the red telephone icon to call your emergency contacts. Download the free Beyond Now app today to create your personal safety plan. Critically analyzing global affairs, this is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's our final segment with Dr. Rima Libo, preventgenocide2030.org. People in the chat, it's pretty funny. Someone says, she's about as real as Alex Jones. 
Uh, someone else says, the chick's hella real. Uh, how do we do this from Australia? Thank you. Someone already posted the preventgenocide2030.org link in the interactive chat. And uh, someone else says, uh, Dr. Laibo, preach it, uh, sister. And um, I, 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 I did want to add, though, something that bothered me about a week or two ago regarding the the Mexican petition is some of the, you know, the, the people in alternative media that have big Twitter uh, uh, account followings or on Telegram and elsewhere, and a lot of them that I respect, you know, the, the people in the med medical freedom movement, uh, for example, they posted that story with the headline that said, Mexico rejects the WHO. And because I'm a Mexican national and I read Spanish, I'm fluent in Spanish, I'm, I'm looking at the petition and I'm like, wait a minute, it's nothing of the sort. It's just Mexican citizens who filed a petition to the Mexican government to please, pretty please ask them to look into the WHO thing. and. You know, my unfortunately, the petitions are a dime a dozen, and it's it's like they, they, it might they might be ignored, they might not. But I'm kind of angry that a lot of these alt media influencers they don't retract it; they just go with the flow because they got a lot of clicks and and and, and uh, attention. But uh, don't you think we need to be more careful um, doing this sort of stuff? The amount of misinformation that our side pumps out from some orifice or other, is distressing, disgusting, and very suspicious. The, uh, every single one of these uh, rejections, including the prime minister of Slovakia saying, never, we will never do this, that's not an effective rejection inside the system. And if you're inside the system, you have to use the system's own rules or it doesn't count. Um, the Estonian, this headlines were Estonia rejects, oh, Estonia didn't. 11 members of one of the parties, a minority party in Estonia, signed a letter saying 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.4. That's not the same as Estonia rejects. No country actually rejected these amendments. Now, that's our side is irresponsible and i have never i've been i've been doing political action for a very very long time um i turned 80 a few months ago and the first organization that i got thrown out of i was 14 years old when that happened so i've been doing this for a very long time because i think there are important things that have to be fixed and i believe in our capacity to do that well what I'm, I have never seen as badly penetrated and as um, contentiously incorrect and intentionally incorrect movement as we have now. The, we're doing something so important that the other side has penetrated us magnificently and we're like babes in the wood just wandering around saying well everybody's telling the truth all the time and and i guess everybody's good huh no we are penetrated we are uh misled we are disinformed they talk about how dangerous disinformation is what they're saying is our real information is dangerous to them so they're going to penetrate us with vast amounts of distorted information that leads us off down one wild goose chase after another wild goose chase. 
the the critical issue here to me anyway in my understanding the critical issue is singular and it's not parental rights and it's not informed consent and it's not judicial reform and it's not human trafficking they're all important they're all really important and they're all tentacles of the beast the important thing is kill the damn beast period kill the damn beast solving any one of those tentacle problems makes you feel good and you're still doomed i don't know that seems pretty simple to me so when people on our side give it misinformation about what's happening don't listen to them anymore simple i i don't i don't even think we need to speculate who's controlled opposition who's not you know, it says in the Bible, by their works shall you know them. If they're feeding you bullshit, they're feeding you bullshit. It's simple. That's, yeah, th that is absolutely excellent uh, advice. And I, I've just started doing the same. Like when, when I see someone who's on our side spouting nonsense, it's like we should stop. I, and I've been saying this, stop resharing these people. Think, you know, verify the information, source it if it's in another language. We got the easy auto translate stuff. Uh, it's not that different. And I actually found the source of this. It was from the Akasha community here in Mexico, who, who does good work. It was actually on Telegram where the, these uh, English speaking alt media folks found it. Uh, and again, they're misleading us because what that does, it's the QAnon effect that disarms people thinking, oh, oh Mexico rejected it. We're good. Not nothing, uh, you know, that was not true. Uh, at all by the way congrats on, on hitting uh, 80 you don't look uh nothing like uh that age and I, I guess that's why you're a doctor and a health expert so you you, you well you, you're able to stay i do what uh, i tell people to do it seems to work <laughs> so um is, is there a, going back to the to the, the bills is there a time uh frame when it comes to hr 6645 and s3428 my analysis tells me that this must be concluded successfully by the end of the 118th Congress, because whatever happens in the elections, changing the complexion of the 119th Congress, you know, new, new people in it and so on, whatever happens, we will not have this opportunity again. Right now, we have the possibility and it will be a serious uphill fight because these people are owned lock stock and barrel but i will remind people that each and every time each and every time we the people have said my favorite three words in the english language don't you dare to the congress of the united states to the congress of chile to other uh, uh ruling bodies around the world and we've said it in a loud enough and consistent enough way with enough freedom mouse action each time they've stepped back from official announced policy and done what we wanted so if you say well we can't do that they won't listen to us it's because you're not taking your responsibility seriously to damn well make them listen to us by the millions by the multi-millions and just to get your quick thoughts on a few recent news items, I was reading today um, the Telegraph talking about so for the first time they're we're going to roll out a male fertility pill, which I think diminishes your vitamin A in the male, which then uh, you know uh, uh, temporarily uh, allows you to become infertile. Um, 
it's just eugenics. No, they keep pushing this sort of stuff. You, you, your take on this. It's all eugenics. Everything that comes from these people is based in the eugenics ethics. Now, my mother told me eugenics is rude. So we all have to make sure that we're not rude. I'm being facetious. Eugenics is what they're pushing one way or another. When they cut off the food supply, close 3,000 farms down in the most food productive uh, country on the planet, the Netherlands, um, when they destroy supply lines, when they stop making fertilizers. I prefer to eat food that's grown with natural fertilizers, but most food isn't. And if you take away the food, if you cut down the trees, let's face it, the carbon they want to get rid of is you and me. That's what they're interested in. Carbon dioxide is necessary for plants. Plants are necessary for food. Oh, there's that. They, they told us just this week, uh, not breathing now um, causes uh, emissions. So I guess the carbon tax will be the tax for for, for breathing. We're, we're two and a half minutes um, to midnight. And, and any thought, you know, a few weeks ago in the past month or two, there was this talk of um, I'm calling it COVID-23 or COVID-24, you know, this China flu scare. And it seems it, they said it had gotten to the Netherlands and then Ohio. And now it just seems to have disappeared from the news cycle. Um, any thoughts on them uh, in the in the meantime, attempting to bring back, uh, you know, lockdowns they and will. all this? They, you know, these people are not very smart. They keep repeating the same thing because we let them do it. They're going to try another pandemic. The white lung thing, that's because mycoplasma will invade the damaged immune system. They damage the lungs and immune system of children through the shots and through the, the lockdowns, and the kids got mycoplasma pneumonia. Oops. Um, fertility and survival are things they don't like in us. So anything they say has to be inverted. Turn it upside down and you'll find out what's actually true. All right. A minute and a half left. You know, any other thoughts, final thoughts, things that we can do, um, best websites uh, and all that? James Roguski publishes a wonderful substack. Uh, he's a, a strong and important colleague. We, we meet together at least once a day. Uh, he also goes off onto other tangents. For me, there is one focus, get the hell out of the death machine, because the death machine isn't stopping while we get deflected into other issues. It wants you dead. How about we defeat it? Yeah, James is great. I, I spoke to him not long ago. He was on TNT like a week or two ago. I'll probably have him on again soon. Uh, we're always happy to have you on. Just uh, uh, let us know. I, I don't like to bug my guests too often. Um, so uh, bug about me, 40 bug me. I love talking to you. All right. Well, then we'll bug you. Look for that in in, in the coming uh, year, twenty twenty four. Your your best websites, uh, projects, and and whatnot. Thirty seconds left. Uh, PreventGenocide2030.org and OpenSourceTruth.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. We'll keep you informed. Yeah, I'm subscribed to your email list as well, so highly recommended. Uh, thank you, Doc. Keep up the great work.